1: great to be back with you folks it's hard to believe we're on the 208th podcast we're on psalm 23 i was i was going to say we're still on psalm 23 but i believe we could spend a year on psalm 23 and not adequately hit everything god's trying to tell us with this and folks that's why we read the bible that's why we're in sunday school that's why we go to church that's why we do man i'm coming on and i'm all wound up
2: you are all wound I up. i gotta
1: wind down a little bit so what's going on with you? With me, as always, is my co-host, uh, Stephanie Wesco. So, Stephanie, what's going on with you?
2: I'm not as wound up as you are.
1: That's true. <laughs> I don't know whether that's good or bad. <laughs> I wish yeah. you could take half the wound up away from me.
2: <laughs> no, you're doing pretty well. Um, looking forward to being able to help represent Wounded Spirits. Yeah. The next couple of days at Pensacola. Wow. That's gonna be awesome.
1: Thousands of privilege. people around, like what, four thousand or so, almost four thousand undergraduate Thank students, graduate students, teachers.
2: But yeah.
1: Yeah, all those people are gonna be around. Great. And uh, great. we get to hang with them, you it's know, and and that's pretty great all in itself. There, and it seems like everybody knows Stephanie. You can't go anywhere and slide under the radar with her. Everywhere you go, it's like, is that Stephanie? I mean, they're, they're Facebooking me. You know, who's with you and Debbie? And you look like you've lost weight. It's like, no kidding. Have you seen my Facebook page for the last three months? I mean, come on, folks. You're better than that, man. Go out there and look and see what's going on with me, man. I, if the wind blows, I almost get blown off the road now. But uh, anyway, anyway, so these people come in there, you know, People run up and say hi to me, and it, it's, it's casual. It's not a 30-minute thing. People come running up and say hi to Stephanie, and I mean just settle in. You know, go out to the car, start it up, put the heated seat on, you know, turn on the air conditioning, pull your Bible out, drop your seat back a little bit, and go to sleep because she's going to be coming out in 30 to 90 minutes or whatever. And, but anyway. Uh huh. Anything else you want to say as we're looking at this? There was here.
2: slight hyperbole involved in that statement that you. And just by the gave? way, for
1: those of you who did not uh, get homeschooled, hyperbole is exaggeration. I've always loved that word, <laughs> hyperbole, though, because doesn't it really doesn't look like what it hyperbole should
3: hyperbole be. Means? Some
1: people don't. You know, folks, I, I got to tell you know. And listen, I'm just talking to the young people who are in public school today. They don't. They don't know a lot of words. You know. Okay. Like fair stuff like that but anyway there was I'd...
2: slight exaggeration in the statement you made is that better
1: no i liked hyperbole but i just okay. was describing what hyperbole meant okay i don't think we got to get real deep into this i mean here we are studying the most important uh, psalm known to man today well you're we the
3: one who made like
2: you get our naps in when you go with me
1: places Okay, see, so you're talking so low that we're seeing like an eighth of an inch on the computer.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead
1: and read Psalm 23. That usually helps right. Stephanie when she reads. Uh, see, she, I feel like it wakes I'm her yelling. up, against the blood flowing. I mean, well, maybe you should <laughs> yell a little bit, my God. But anyway, go ahead. Go uh,
2: okay, ahead. here we go. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul.
1: You know, something that uh, Stephanie said yesterday that I really think leads up to this good. And uh, when we were talking about, uh, you know, being anointed, she was anointed. And how about her cup running over and the eight kids, all those different things. And I think we need to look at this psalm kind of, I'm looking at it in a couple different areas. And again, as I mentioned the day before yesterday, I'm looking at it as what the Lord has done verses one through three. And then we're looking at, the yous, the Davids, the, you know, us, uh, and, and, and what God does for us. And we got to that sixth verse, Stephanie, and it says, Surely, goodness and mercy uh, will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And so how did David get to that place where surely? He just buys it.
2: Well, it's that Old Testament walk of faith. David yeah. knew, like Job did, that his Redeemer lived, and mm-hmm. you know, even though David had obviously um, been through a lot of trauma, betrayal, he knew what it looked like to have people that he loved and trusted turn on him. Yeah, um,
1: man, when it's it's like there's an emptiness in your gut. It's been oh, it does.
2: Out. It's like. Stabbed, it's like you, felt, you, the you knife feel turned. like you want to
1: puke the whole time when people mess you up. And there's people listening to us that are going through that. Yep. Or they've been through that. Yep. There's people listening to us whose lives have been turned upside down. Yep. But so had David's. Yep. And he's saying, Surely, hey, this is going to happen. We mm-hmm. can count on that.
2: Well, and I think he because he had looked at who his God was yeah. by faith, yeah. knew that God was his shepherd. Yeah. that he wasn't going to want, that God was going to take care of him in all of these different ways. Yeah. And because of that, he says, I don't have a doubt in the world that goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life. And on top of that, I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, I think I feel that in my life. I sense that. I know it's there when i study the word of god and but you know how i got there you know how you got there it started it started that day you got saved it started that day that you accepted god's perfect plan for your life and the fulfillment of jesus christ dying for your sins that's where it started
2: yeah it starts i think that's the first step obviously yeah is accepting christ and i think the second major step and just and, working toward it, working toward well, it. Well, and, and it. I think there has to be a, a surrender. Yeah. there has to be that point of where Christ isn't just your Savior, but He's the one that you've given your life to in every way, shape, and form. And not just where you say, "Okay, God, I'm you know I'm trusting to you to forgive me of my sin and all of that," but coming to that point of, "God, I love you enough. You're so big to me." That I have come to that point of realizing I don't belong to myself anymore. I belong to you. You bought my life with your blood. Yeah. And that is this, you know, until you come to that point, you're not going to come to the point of this much rest and faith in who God is.
1: That's right. And, And you know that word surely means only too. And in this sense, it means only. And so if you can look at that verse and only goodness and mercy, only that's what I get from God. And, and, you know, some people mess up this verse and where they mess this up is they make the mistake to say, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. They think that's a temple or a church or something like this is forever. You don't dwell Mm -hmm. in a temple or a church forever. I mean, I've been in some nice churches, but I don't want to dwell in any of them forever you know i i i mean we get to go to heaven with a street of gold and and yeah. those type so so i want to mess you up here so and and so this is what uh, so i've got some notes that i as i told you i i've got this little thing that i go along and it says so think about these different verses so that uh, right in the beginning of that first verse that uh, i shall not want that's jehovah jireh mm-hmm. the lord will provide so yeah. we the different gods we see are uh, and then then over here in that second verse, I love that verse, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me by that's peace. Jehovah and, uh, Shalom. The, Jehovah who? Shalom. Uh, Rapha is what I got. Well No, it's Shalom. I, see, and see that's why she's the best co-host in the business. I was reading the third one, praise God. <laughs> it's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. And you know what? We need Jehovah Shalom right now in the United States of America, right now in this world.
2: Well, the this only way a, we're going to get him is if Christians get a hold of him.
1: Man, we need revival. We need revival. And then he restoreth my soul, Jehovah Rapha. That's mm-hmm. where that is. He heals us. He heals us, folks. And then, uh, uh, and I like this. He thing.
2: is my great physician.
1: Oh, man. And how do you say that? Sid. Sid Canoe. Sid Canoe. Like Tippecanoe and Tyler too. Sid Canoe. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. And uh, Jehovah Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness. He's our righteous one. You are with me, Jehovah Shammah. The Lord Shama. is Shammah. Shama. Mm-hmm. In the presence of mine enemies.
2: I can't take credit for knowing these names.
1: Jehovah Nisi.
2: Charles loved to study through the names of God with Psalm The Lord
1: our banner. See, I mean, if you study through the names of God, here you are all these years later in Pensacola, Florida, knowing these names.
2: Jehovah Sabaoth comes in there too. Oh, it's in there?
1: So when i not just going blank, I'm actually letting Stephanie read something right above my thumb and she can't see it.
2: Anoint my head? Is that the one you're looking at? Makedesh?
1: Yeah, Makedesh. Jehovah Makedesh, the Lord who sanctifies us. There's so much going on here, folks, but here's the bottom line on Psalm 23. God can take a full life out of Psalm 23. He can fix those things. He can bring us to that good place. So the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You don't need anything here. If, if the Lord's your leader, I know we've covered that, but he, he lies me down in these green places with still waters. The most important thing, he restoreth my soul. And then it goes to you. Verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Let me tell you something. The world doesn't have that. The world fears evil. Yeah. And sometimes we do, but but we shouldn't because we should not fear evil. And then Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of thine enemies. There's a wall around you. You're on the top of that hill. The sheep are laying down. The shepherd's got them covered. No one's coming in. And uh, surely, goodness, only goodness and mercy, only goodness and mercy will follow you. So. How do you live that life? I mean, let's say these people listening to us, Stephanie, are getting this. They they understand that, that they say, I believe the word of God is preserved, just like Doug and Stephanie. I believe the word of God will heal me. I believe the word of God will take care of me. I believe everything that's said here, but how do I stay in that zone? What would you say to them?
2: I think it comes that you have to have that day by day walk with the Lord.
1: Um, and we wrote a song, didn't we, a... day by day? No, we never did that. It's on my computer somewhere. Oh, really? Day by day, remember?
2: Well, there's a, there's a You mean different from the hymn, day by day, and with each passing moment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not one I've gotten yet.
1: I didn't know there was a hymn. See, I might have wrote the same hymn that's out there. <laughs> I hate that when that happens. <laughs> I wrote one one day. I called up Stephanie. I said I wrote a hymn. It's called "Great Is Thy Faithful." Now I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded just like the other one, man. I can't believe that guy copied me a hundred years ago or 200 years ago. But anyway, living in that zone, finding that sweet spot. How do you live in that zone? I mean, you're a widow. You got the eight kids. People do you wrong. I mean, how do you live in that zone?
2: You know what? I don't know. I I think to a certain extent that is where God's faithfulness comes into play. And I think of the verse in Lamentations where Jeremiah said it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And it's because of who God is. Yeah. His joy is our strength. That and song,
1: Joy Come in the Morning.
2: Hold on my child. That one?
1: Yeah. Love that song. Joy comes in the morning. and uh,
2: Sometimes I'm not sure the mornings come. They do come. But...
1: Sometimes they don't come as quickly as we want them to. That's true. It's like Thor's wife. It takes a while. (laughs)
2: Oh, my goodness. Why is anything good in life happened or that's going to happen compared to Thor getting a wife? It's a dog.
1: No, it's not just a dog. Thor is more than a dog. And and I'm going to tell you folks something. I probably shouldn't tell you this, but Emmy's afraid of Thor. And I don't blame her. Thor is going to be, like, bigger than Emmy, like, next month,
2: you oh know? Oh, my. Thor's going to be massive.
1: And, and what Emmy does is she'll run up to Thor and turn around and run, and he thinks, hey, I'm supposed to jump exactly. on Emmy. Exactly. I'm supposed and to he chase goes, her. Yeah, so he chases I take her.
2: them for a walk, and I have Thor on the leash, and Emmy goes runs out in front of him. Thor takes off. It's the best way to get a jog in. But then when I can't let Thor, she's like, don't let Thor catch up to me, Mommy. No, Thor, Thor. Thor, Thor.
1: Yeah, maybe she's got a little bit of thought going on. But anyway, so Emmy's four years old, so we're not picking on any of Stephanie's kids. Where we're just, Emmy is a pretty cool dude. All right, so we're trying to live in this zone, Stephanie. So you're going through bad times. Your life's upside down. You got evil people around you because they're there. Mm-hmm. What are you telling people who are going through that? What's your word to them?
2: I think my word would be what David's was, you know, in, in Hebrews. We're told that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah. The evidence of things not seen. And Whoa. faith is walking. It's faith walking. is a victory. Yeah, it's I not, heard that one time in a song. It yeah. is a song. That's another song. Faith please, is a victory. Please tell me you didn't write a song entitled that. No, okay, no,
1: good. no. But I'm working on one called Victory in Jesus. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, go ahead, man. This Power in the Blood is next week's song. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You got me laughing. But no, I mean, we, know, we don't always feel yeah. like the Lord is our shepherd. We don't always feel like he is making us to lie down in green pastures or leading us beside the still waters. And that is where making the truths of God's word your foundation, your feelings cannot be your foundation for life. If your feelings are your foundation, you're like the foolish man building your house on the sand. And when the winds and rains come and beat on your house, it will fall. Yeah. And your house has to be founded on the truth. You're a house in the sense of your life and your mind and your heart has to be founded on the truth of who God is. Because if it's not, you won't make it through those valleys of the shadow of death. You won't make it through those... Joseph kind of experiences that, you know, where God gives you a dream or a heart's desire that is clearly His will, and then it feels like everything falls apart. And you know, I've told you this, but um, the main message Charles preached throughout Deputation, John was Four, right? John Four and the woman at the well. And you know, I listened to him preach that message for three years on Deputation, and. In my mind, in his mind, the way that we were going to see God. Yeah. Let us live out that 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 mission, that calling, that burden to reach people like the woman at the well was going to be done in Cameroon. Yeah. And um, in the midst of working with one lady, right in the midst of working with her and trying to help her, God just hit me with the reality of this is you doing what charles preached about wow and it just was that reminder to me that all those years of hearing that message things, put to
1: put to life
2: yes and not in the way i would have envisioned and yet it is god still giving me the desire of my heart and um you know it's it's coming it's come to that point of saying okay god your word says that you make all things beautiful in your time And God, I don't even know what, what that totally looks like, but I'm going to stand on that promise and I'm going to keep taking each step each day at a time and trusting you to keep your promise, to keep your word because you're my God and your word is still truth and it's still my foundation. And, um, David had to have come to that point because when you read through the life of David, he didn't live a silky smooth life.
1: It wasn't at great at all. And he was a sinner, just like us.
2: And, and yeah, and he made mistakes and yeah. all of those things. And yet, this was what his, this is where his heart was stayed, was stayed upon this, the truth. Stayed the truth
1: upon Jehovah. You've heard of that song before.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a good song. Yeah, like a river glorious.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just had no. A, no, had no a, that was good timing. So we read Psalm 23, folks, and as we went through this, a couple things are going on in my mind. First of all, uh, we've covered this, but in the New Testament, you know, what comes to my mind is John 14, explaining what's going on. Same kind of thing. Let not your heart be troubled in verse one. You believe in God, believe also in me. And uh, in my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you. So here you are in Psalm 23, or you can skip ahead to John 14, see the Old Testament, New Testament. And uh, if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus has prepared a place for us. And uh, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And where I am, there you may be also. That's a great promise. We get to be with God. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So in in my mind, that's that's Psalm 23, New Testament. Mm -hmm. Now remember in the Old Testament, the sheep died for the shepherd. Mm -hmm. In the Old Testament. In the New Testament, the shepherd died for the sheep. And so I want you to think about that, folks, is your shepherd has died for you, your leader has died for you, your Lord has died for you. And you know what I'm thinking about too, is it? Romans eight twenty eight. And I should have these things are coming to my mind as we're wrapping up this verse no, here. I,
2: I thought of Romans eight twenty eight earlier too.
1: Do you remember that from memory? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Do you say it?
2: Yeah. And do we know that all things work together for good to those that love God, to them that are the called according to his purpose?
1: And I got written down that that's my son's, my oldest son's life verse, favorite verse. And, and I was thinking about that. All things work together. So even though you're in the valley of the shadow of death, even though your enemy's all around you, even though things aren't going well, your cup runneth over.
3: Mm-hmm. Even
1: though things are upside down, your cup runneth over. Even though life isn't working exactly the way you wanted it to, your cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So what song do you have for us?
2: well i have the song that god gave me for charles public memorial service which was two years and three days ago okay do you want me to do one verse of it
1: what's the name of the song
2: all the way my savior leads me
1: i think you pop it out man just go ahead
3: okay all the way my savior leads me what have i to ask beside can i doubt his faithful mercies who through life has been my guide heavenly peace divinest comfort ere by faith in him to dwell For I know what e'er befalls me, Jesus doeth all things well. Everything. For I know what e'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. All the way my Savior leads me as it... Oh, these words are messed up. I'll just do the last verse oh the fullness of his love perfect rest to me is promised in my father's house above when my spirit clothed in mortal wings its flight through realms of day this my song through endless ages Jesus led me all the way. This my song through endless ages. Jesus led me all mm-hmm. the
1: way. Wow, I think that song speaks better than uh, what we could. And you know, can I tell you, newsflash, all right? Sometimes Google isn't 100% No, accurate. the
2: words got changed on this
3: song. You know,
1: that's all I'm saying. Some like, people are majorly. trying to ruin it. That's what I'm saying. You know, I saw something on Facebook the other day. It was a quote from Abraham Lincoln, and it said, Do not trust Facebook. (laughs) You know, and and Abe was right. All those years ago, uh, Abe was right. Uh, So about 160 years ago, Abe got that one down. Uh, But, you know, all the way my Savior leads me, and I mean, that's what we need. That's where we need to go. That's Okay, so I think... I
2: just found the actual words that, like... So, what are you, are
1: you trying to sing that second verse? No, I
2: re looked up, like I went so to you another, found like, the right Google, I found the right set of words that haven't been revised. Yeah. You know, folks, some people happy. would
1: rewrite the Bible if you let them,
2: um, yeah, like that's already happened,
1: and, and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, some people don't even know the Bible and they try to rewrite it, but I anyway, know. yeah. Uh, they had a coffee shop version and they changed John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall
2: not perish, but have everlasting life.
1: And you know what they said? God loves you, dude. So that's how they replaced John 3. There's nothing funny about that, but that was the coffee shop Bible of 2001. Someone left it on my desk. It was only about 100 pages long. But anyway, I remember reading John 3. 17. There's certain verses you can go to. And then they had this tent guy. This guy would go around and make church anywhere in a tent. Mm-hmm. You could rent a church and bring it to your house. They would have a blow-up tent, and they would get you a preacher, a hireling. You know, no one kidding. of these guys who knows it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so anyway, I forgot where we were going with this, but people will do anything to mess you up. But Psalm 23 is still there. John 14 still there. God's still there. God's Word still there. So worst day in your life was what?
2: October 30th, 20...
1: Best day of your life was what?
2: The day I got saved, most definitely.
1: So folks, there's going to be two days in your life. There's always going to be the worst day of your life.
2: I don't know, the day I found out I had liver tumors.
1: That was pretty bad too, wasn't it? That yeah. might be time, or it's way up there. Yeah. Okay, so we could do... Th- so you may be as messed up as Stephanie and have to really deal with what the worst days or of your there life...
2: Are, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's not go down the worst day's trail. It, it depends what yeah. angle you're looking at. but
1: Yeah, so Stephanie's been through some rough things. You know, I've been through some joke. Yeah, you have. Everybody thinks because I smile all the time and, you know, my boyish good looks and stuff, that everything's all right, you know? Oh, <laughs> and, uh, that, oh that, wow. And my face has been smashed in a helicopter accident. Listen, I got scars everywhere. People, you don't see that stuff. You know, people, you see Stephanie and you see this person that's confident and brilliant and not. a good mom and all that not. stuff. So, folks, what I'm telling you is when you're in the valley of the shadow of death, when, thing when things aren't making sense to you, when you think your, your life stinks, you're not in the position you should be in, that, uh, that your husband isn't as good as he should be, your wife isn't as good as she should be, uh, the kids are knuckleheads, whatever the case may be, stop for a minute. One day you're going to wish you had all that stuff. That's just the reality here. Yeah. That's just the reality. And uh, I don't know, I, I, I'm sitting here thinking as we're going through these things and we know that all things work together and being able to tell those people, Stephanie, you just quoted that verse. And we know that all things work together and I know we're wrapping up this Psalm 23, but if we can understand that even walking in the valley of the shadow of the death is gonna work together for the good. To them that love God. If we can get to that place right now, if we can leave today's podcast and say, listen, no matter where you are, no matter how bad things are, no matter how bad people stink, and half the world is idiots, half the world is knuckleheads, we get that. And all we can do is hope that God saves them and changes them and stuff like that. And if you're an idiot or a knucklehead, please get right. We don't need idiots and knuckleheads in this world. There's enough of them.
2: Especially that call themselves Christians. Oh,
1: man. And the ones that call themselves pastor and stuff. Yeah. Boy, they make it even worse. But you know what? Here's, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you understand that even when you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, it's okay as long as God's your shepherd. And there's going to be a place at the end. Surely only goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. What?
2: All the days of my life.
1: Folks, can I tell you something? Accept Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And only goodness and mercy will follow you. Listen, we really love you folks. Listen to every word of this. We want to make sure that you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Is there anything more important than that, Stephanie? No, sir. Not one thing. Hey, we love you folks. We hope you come back and listen again. And we'll talk to you real soon. May God bless you
0: is made known unto salvation simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus name while believing in your heart and he will please contact us if we can help you in any way God bless you Doug and Stephanie thank you for listening today